He looks to throw, looking deep downfield. He's got a receiver open. It is complete. That is Stevens for a touchdown. The Bulldog Radio Network proudly presents the Coach Gray Show on 102.7 FM, Carney's hometown radio station. And now, here are the hosts of the show, Mike Davis, Jim Dickerson, and Coach Josh Gray. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way we like it. That's the Bulldog Faithful giving us a good round of applause here on the Coach Gray Show. I'm your host, Mike Davis. I host the Coach Gray Show, but you know who stars in the Coach Gray Show. One, the one and only Coach Gray. Josh Gray is with us in studio. That's right. Coming off of a monster, monster victory. This looks like a golf scorecard to me, but uh, 70 to 20, my goodness. Wow. Uh, Does it get any better than that? I don't know that it could. Well, yeah. <laughs> a state so, championship yeah, might be yeah, one. It, yeah, it can. You know, we, we I think we recouped over at halftime and, and wow. came out the second half and uh, really uh, kind of stepped up our game a little bit and cleaned oh. some things up. Uh, but that, you know, that's an explosive team. Like I said uh, last week, you You're know, right. they've they've got uh, they've got some athletes that are capable of doing a lot of positive things, and um, we had some missed tackles and missed opportunities, and um, you. You can't do that. No, exactly <laughs> you know, you right. Can't do that. And, and here's what I love about speaking with a football coach is that even after a seventy to twenty victory, you're still coaching. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you have that's, to. Yeah, I get you know, it. No, I, I absolutely get it. And I think you're right. I mean, we noticed some. Uh, let's just be honest about it. There were some missed tackles by the Bulldogs. Yeah. But I saw, and I, and I needed to point this out because it was the, the the young gentleman, help me, I don't have my roster in front of me, number 21. Who's, uh, Luke Nolan. Yes, yeah. Luke, Luke made a stick, I mean, at the beginning of, and I think it was on a kickoff return. Yeah. Uh, and he just absolutely put his, I mean, he broke down, he did everything properly to just square up and make this tackle, and he made a driving tackle into the ball carrier. And uh, and I'm thinking he's not one of the biggest guys on the team. Let's just right. be honest about it. But uh, he will be. I'm telling you, this guy. <laughs> he will be <laughs> absolutely. Whatever you told him at halftime, he listened. Yeah. And, and and it was and I commented on it the night of the show. Yeah. We you know I think and that was the thing you know I, uh we just made a lot of mental errors. Um, I don't know if you know we we needed some extra coaching at halftime, and you know I think we came out the second half and that was. Um, you know, I think you saw a different team uh, that second half, and and got some things cleaned up. Got our tackling was uh, a lot better, and right. and our uh, you know stick to itiveness of of getting to the football defensively, and um, you know we've we've got a, those are things that you know we each week we're we work on basic you know fundamentals. I mean, those are the things that that win you ball games and and can get you beat, and you know so we we got to. Make sure we clean some of that up. Well, well yeah, <laughs> uh, and I guess when when you look at uh, rushing yards, I mean, two hundred and fifty two hundred and fifty six rushing yards, and a, just a, a lockdown defense for sure in the second half. Yeah, it's hard to lose a football game uh, with that going for you. Uh, but uh, so I and and we did. We Caden Borchard had four touchdowns. I mean, he didn't do that alone. Right. And so, what what was different that that you saw in, in from the offensive line? What what was what was helping you guys to get two hundred fifty six yards rushing? Yeah, and, the, and it's a lot of it in the second half, obviously. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, 
understanding our assignment was a big piece of that. Um, you know, we sometimes we you lose focus uh, out there as you're playing. The game gets going, and you you kind of, you know, you lose <laughs> lose lose focus on what it is that you that you're doing, and you know, then that's the things that that we have to continue to to work on. Um, you know, like I said the week before, I mean, there's things that each week that we've got to continue to, to get better at and be more consistent at. And we definitely, I think we took a step in the right direction in some facets of the game um, and other facets. I think, you know, we're not there yet. And, you know, to be a, 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 a good program and, a, and to be a, a good football team, you got to have consistency and, and continue to, to get better. Now, right. were we better than the week before? I, I, I think we were oh, yeah. after watching the film, even yeah. – um, even in some aspects in the first half, but you know, if you're going to be a, a high caliber team, you got to do those little things right all the time, and uh, or majority of the time, there's always going to be mistakes. There's always going to be, you know, little things that that yet, you, you know, miscues or, or blocking assignments or a, you know, a coverage blown. Or I mean, there's there's at times that those happen in the game. I mean, that that's that that's at any level, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, reducing those and making sure we're seeing the progress that we need. Um, and a lot of our young guys stepped up this week, I think. And, um, you know, a lot of our sophomores that are on the field had some really, really nice ball games. And, um, you know, and I think that's that's a huge, huge step in our, our progression as we as we go through the season and, you know, um, as we get going. So I have two things. Number one, uh, first of all, when Mike started the show and he said the star of the show, I thought you were talking about me. I did, too. I was. I was, I'm kind of, oh, for God. Anyway, um, from a coaching standpoint, back to reality, from a coaching standpoint, because I noticed that the first part of the game, it looked like the guys were having trouble wrapping up. Um, but the funny thing was, when I watched the Chiefs game on Sunday, it was the same thing. I was like, this must be a disease. It's spreading. As a coach, clearly when a guy doesn't make a tackle, he doesn't wrap up like that. It isn't intentional. It isn't no. like he just kind of half does it. So how do you coach something that isn't, you know, how do you coach between half? I mean, if you can go practice it, that's one thing, but you can't. How do you coach, guys, you got to wrap up when you get a hold of the guy? At halftime, how to tackle? Yeah, exactly. you know, I think that's just a lot of remind. you know, I don't know. Um, you know, they know how to. It's it's a lot of, and I could be different than a lot. I don't know. A lot of people, maybe my mindset's not like everybody else's, but I mean, when you're tackling, when you're playing the football, it's that the the that that sense of urgency. I mean, I could get fired up and start talking about tackling some defense with you, but you you got to. I mean, that's a different mindset when you're on that side of the football. There's a um, you know whatever it is that your responsibility is is finding getting to the brown ball and making sure you're executing what you need to do with with a lot of passion. And um, once you arrive at the football, um, so. Technique is is huge in that and understanding it. and a lot of that as we watch back and looked at the, at the film, um, videotape, vi- <laughs> film not for tape a, for video. Us older folks. When it's we went film, back but... and looked at that, you know, a lot of it wasn't that we weren't getting to the football. It was we got there and we would over pursue or we'd get our 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 pursuit angle might have been just a little bit off and it cut back and we weren't in the right position. So then it turned into an arm tackle. Um, it wasn't with a, a lack of effort of getting to the ball. Um, our guys get to the ball like no other. Um, it's when we get there, what is our body position? Are we low enough? Are we exploding up through? Are we wrapping up? Are we clubbing through? You know, um, as we make that, as we make the tackle, a lot of it was angles. A lot of it was over pursuit. 
and um, which turn into those arm tackles. And and that, you know, those are things I think you bring aware at halftime. So to answer your question, that halftime, you hey, here's here's what you're doing. Do you see this? You know, because we have you know our the the film and. Do you see how you're over pursuing? Do you see how you're coming in? Do you see, you know, what you're doing? You're not getting off the block. You're not using your hands. You're not ripping off, the, you know, all those things um, that you do defensively to, to make the tackle. More of awareness, I think, at, at halftime. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a little know. surprised if you guys went into the locker room and started tackling each other in the, in <laughs> well, the little three-by-three three room. And Okay, Pete, line right. up over here. <laughs> right. Um, well, let let's take a second – to go back because the game started off kind of with a bang. So let's go back to the very beginning and Brian's going to take us right back to the start of the game. And there's a high end over end kick that's taken in by Luke Nolan. He takes it in at about the 15. I see him up the middle and he's off to the races. He's got one man to beat at the 40, 30, 20. And he's going to be pushed out. No, he makes it into the end zone. Touchdown. Outstanding job by the young sophomore. That's his second return for touchdown this year, Jim. He had a gap that was wide open. It was as big as a house. And I saw him run down this near side on the on the sideline. He was being pursued by the Ruskin defender, and the defender could not catch him. He absolutely turned on the Jets, did Mr. Luke Nolan. Nice job, six points, Bulldogs. This is how you get the game started. That is an 85-yard kickoff return for Luke Nolan. That'll be his second of the season. And for clarification, (laughs) Mike's house is pretty big. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, I mean, it was there. There was a hole there. Somebody was doing their job. Special teams blocked, and uh, let's just be honest: the coverage team. (laughs) Did not no. did not do a very good job of covering and uh, and it was pretty obvious and I and I did my best Jim to to not scream Jim Jim yeah, Jim both, this time and yeah. we both failed miserably because it was going on <laughs> but that was exciting it was it was a neat way uh, to start the game especially I think after you know coming off a, a loss or so and uh, you, you're looking at it you're just thinking you know how you overcome a loss you win a game and we talked about that in the pregame and man <laughs> to see the the opening play go that way. And, yeah. uh, and we had no idea that it was, you know, the setup for the rest of the evening, which is, it was just going to get better. Yeah. Luke, Luke has done a good job and that whole unit's done a yeah. really good job of, uh, understanding our scheme and, and, and practice, you know, obviously, um, you know, working to, to make sure all of our blocks are set up right. And everybody and, and the returners or the, uh, the off returner, um, understand where to go. And, and, you know, without the blocking, you know, your running back doesn't, get the yardage and right, obviously exactly. you don't get a return for a touchdown um on an opening kick or on any kick so um and he's done a really nice job of seeing that and and seeing the hole and and seeing where the the lane is where he needs to run and um as a sophomore he's done a, a pretty dang good job and you know he's uh he's one that that you know is definitely stepping up one of those guys that, that we talk about of you know some of the sophomores that we have playing that's really really coming along and you know we have a uh, pretty high expectation of, of all of our guys but you know and, and and he's learning on what he needs to do and you know and and that's what you want to see from your kids is each week that they're they're learning and they're getting better and the more playing time is is right is good you, you had joe marshall back there quite a bit in yeah. fact i think those two guys were your your receivers or, or on a uh, receiving team yep. yeah yeah on all the, night long on the kickoff return right yeah. right right two sophomores loved it 
Yeah. They're capable. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, both, uh, you know, and Joe, they're both, I think you look at them and you're like, eh, maybe they're not that, f- they're, they're fast. Well, they can yeah. Run, you know, I, and, and, and they've got, they got some ice in their veins to sit back there and uh, return those kickoffs and, and to do that. And they've, they've done, uh, done, a, done a nice job. On the call, you could hear it uh, because the kid that was coming after Luke, as he was about to, I mean, he was five yards from the end zone, and this kid was coming after him, and Luke outran him. Yeah. Just outran him, and you could see it. I mean, he was that much faster. It was it was that visible. And boom, in the end zone. There he was. Uh, fun play to watch. Uh, so much fun. And then uh, as we, there's a couple of other things, Jim, I don't know where I was going to go with this, but I just, I loved seeing. Well, we can go, let's follow up with what um, you were talking about as far as people, so Borchard um, continued doing what Borchard does, well, say. but not without the support of the line and all that sort of thing. Can we do clip three, skip two, and go to three, and we'll come back? Meinert is in the shotgun, takes the snap. He hands off to Acosta, who breaks to the left side. He's running for the corner of the end zone, and he's in oh. for a touchdown. Jim, we talked about shifty runners the other day with Coach Gray. Ian Acosta is a shifty runner, and he made a couple of juke moves right there from the backfield the minute he was handed that ball. And I mean, nobody could touch him from the Ruskin Eagles. And nice, nice run by Ian Acosta. Okay, so there's a couple of things. First of all, <laughs> Um, Borchard keeps doing what he's doing, but the line is doing a great job. I mean, he there's a couple of times where he, I mean, nobody even touched him. Right. I mean, he, he scooted in. But you can't underemphasize what your line guys are doing because of what they're up against. Now, before that clip started, you heard me kind of laughing. Yeah. Let's talk about why I was laughing. This is what Mike did to me. I want you to look at number 79, Jalen Steele down there. And, Mike, tell me how much you think he checks in at. Well, I have, look at you. I, it's too late. I have the chart in front of me, Jim. He's 285 and 6'3", and he's a junior. And then look at number 75. Uh, big boys, uh, no they doubt about it. They say he's 265, it. and he's bigger than the other guy. He's had a few pancakes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we were. Fair enough. <laughs> They had some. They had big D linemen and big O linemen. Well, yes, and they did. So my point to that is, as funny as that was, and thank you, Mike, for that moment of, of <laughs> reference to food. But um, the line guys are doing a great job. Some of those guys really are. I mean, they listed him at two sixty five. I, I, he was big. Every big, every guy. ounce of it. And yep. uh, for your guys to be able to control that up front is is pretty impressive. And that was a good. A good test for our O line this week, this last week. Um, you know, we had, we had talked about some assignment issues, and and you know, it, we we started clicking, and and the O line really really meshed well. And you know, I think that's we're we're definitely taking a step in the right direction of of where we're at. So that was definitely a good. Um, you know, without those guys up front, you're not getting the the yards, mm-hmm. you're not getting the touchdown. You know, all they're the most important important position on the field. Right. I mean, that without them, you're you're kind of uh, at at the you know at the mercy of the other team. And, yeah, it's it's then it's just seven on seven. Yeah, and, and that's we, no fun. We yeah. really really clicked on Friday, and you know we're we've taken some some steps forward. Um, you know we're not where we need to be, and but we're definitely taking steps forward across the board. Um, I think at every position, and right. and O line is 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 you know no exception to them. They're 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 starting to um, 
kind of gel a little bit better together now. Yep. Let's take a quick break. You're with us today on the Coach Gray Show. We are so happy to have him in here every Thursday at noon. Don't miss it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Appreciate the support of local underwriters like these fine businesses. Whether you're a large or small business or just want internet at your home, Casey Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. Casey Coyote. 816-866-3038. Injuries can happen anywhere, playing sports or playing with your kids or grandkids. Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Strathland with Kearney Family Chiropractic Center, and I've been practicing chiropractic health in Kearney for over 22 years. When you come to see me, I identify what's wrong and determine if I can help you. If I can, I create your personalized plan for relief. When you have pain, you can make an appointment by calling 816-628-6738. Carney Family Chiropractic Center. Heal yourself. Legendary Lawn Care. That's right. Legendary is your one-stop lawn equipment center. They've got over 40 years of experience with technicians who service all makes and models of lawn equipment. 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt. 816-320-3878. And don't forget to look for the special coupon on 1027carneymo.com slash coupons. Let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Legendary Lawn Care find the right legendary service for your needs. Friday Night Sports. When athletes compete, they give it their all. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we're staying open Friday nights after the lights to treat the bumps and bruises that are part of the game. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we'll have physicians available to evaluate and treat right on the spot. So after the lights, remember Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine every Friday night from 9 to 11 p.m. back on the coach gray show visiting with coach gray after a 70 to 20 blowout victory over the ruskin eagles last friday night uh, looks like what 34 so 40 points scored in the second half and uh, all kinds of running yards and uh, 256 and i believe caden borchard had 155 of those if i'm not mistaken yeah. and he was our stables 102.7 fm player of the game by the way i might mention that and uh, there he is and uh, yeah, standing out there, four touchdowns, and again, uh, hats off 
to the offensive line and good play calling. And, uh, I mean, uh, as I'm watching him, he starts to – he's one of those guys that gets a little better as the game goes on, it seems. And uh, he's really tough. He's strong. And I think you mentioned it last week that he's got a vision and kind of a football IQ that you, you, know, you really like to see. Honestly, when I first saw him, uh, I, I thought, well, is he really big enough to carry a load like that? And I think one game recently he had 28 carries. It might have been this last one. And I'm thinking, wow, yes, he is. Yeah. He, he's, he's durable. Which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, he's you know I think, and he continues to get better each week. And you know, is uh, a coachable kid that you know guys that you you need to have. And you know, he's he's got a he's got a good personality. Um, he uh, he uh, he's he, <laughs> what he laughed. You made me laugh now. Well, now now laughing we, want, we need an example. You're, you're he's the, got a good personality, yep. and you know he's. So what did he do? He, he did. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> good um yeah Caden so he's uh he does a nice job you know and and he strives to be the best that he can be and um you know he's kind of a a gritty kid at times and and you know wants to be the best that well well, (laughs) it shows he can go out there no I know exactly what you mean I mean because you you do see him he's not just a an end around guy I mean he's ready to go right through uh and a brick wall yeah. and i've seen him a couple of times where he does kind of squirt out the other side of what looks like to be okay that that play is going to run three yards and, and you're done no and in fact we saw a couple of plays where very specifically we could see where he had, he had extended the ball far enough to get past the down marker and for, for first down runs and we've seen right. that all season and uh, just just the power that he's starting to demonstrate now which is terrific and he's starting to figure that out yeah. you know i mean and that he's got to keep them pistons going to yeah to 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 drive through and and he's gotten better at that as the you know as 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 we've gone through the season of understanding okay I'm gonna hit the gap right don't make a second cut yes just get vertical exactly and, and go that's what I'm and, talking about and he's yeah. he's gotten a lot better at that and that vision yes. that we kind of talked about is all right make your cut now get vertical and go and then um, we just got that consistency piece with him is is where we got to be and and he's getting better at it he's right. getting better at it. Well, let's take a second. Let's listen to let's some Caden Borchard highlights. Yeah. Acosta is going to split out to the far side. There's a handoff to Borchard. Borchard looks a running room up the middle. Touchdown. Borchard was not going to be denied right there. I mean, he absolutely had terrific blocking up front and was relatively untouched going into the end zone. But he came with a head of steam, and nobody was going to stop him. A beautiful job up front and, and absolutely just caught the Ruskin High School defense flat-footed. I mean, beautiful job, well-executed, nice play call, too. Okay, and, and we won't spend the whole show doing portrait highlights, but here's another one. Because there were 70 points scored. Well, you have to. We, we, yeah. we could spend the whole game just doing highlights. But hang on, here's Borchardt again. Miner takes the snap. He's going to hand off up the middle. That's Borchardt. Borchardt bounces to the left. He has an open lane all the way down the center of the field and touchdown. Oh, man. Oh, that was a 29-yard touchdown run. He bounced off one defender straight up the middle and into the end zone for a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we could do that for another right? half hour. And and, and <laughs> these we these were long runs, and 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 a lot of that. I, again, credit to the offensive line, but he does a lot of that. Those those last finishing yards. He's hard to bring down. He's hard to tackle. 
And and he just gets, like, like I say, ahead of steam, and you can see where he's a punisher. And so if you're going to tackle him, you're, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, you better be low because yeah. he's going to run you over. Yeah. And, you know, I, and that, you know, as we continue to go through, I think you've seen his running style, you know, continually, right. you know, getting better with that vision that we talked about and lowering his pad level. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk about that quite a bit in practice of, you know, rolling over the ball, make sure your pad level's low so you're able to take on those, you know, those those guys coming at you, you know, the tacklers coming at you. And, right. Um, but he's he's starting to get some some good vision with that and, and understand that, especially piece. when he gets to the second level of the right. defense. Because Make some it of cut the, and go. right, and those guys aren't as big. I mean, the linebackers are going to they are going to come at you, and they're and they're coming hard too. Right. But uh, boy, I, I mean, I we saw some some punishing blows. Plus, the other thing I might add is when you see a guy like Acosta or some of the other smaller uh, kind of scat back types that you've got, it's it's such a neat uh, sort of a contrast of types of runners that you you've got you've got some really right. good talent available in the backfield yeah and a lot of talent coming up yep. yes yes yeah yes i like it go ahead jim more highlights well let's talk for a second about uh let's switch sides let's talk about uh breed love for just a minute oh yeah um he has been so as far as extra points and field goal go field goals go he's actually been pretty solid the yeah. extra points which We've talked about before. There's a nice shot. Look at I mean, that. Look at that yep. form. You don't see that every day. Look at the angle there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. You know, in high school, it's not uncommon that an extra point is an adventure. But with Breedlove, I feel pretty confident he's going to yeah. make it. And if we have a field goal, unless it were like 50 yards or something like that, I would feel pretty confident he'd make that. Yeah, that's and that's and we've got a, a lot of faith in him and, and his ability to, you know, kick some of those deep ones that, that we've done and, and cause he's done it and he's been proven to do that. And, you know, and he's a multifaceted athlete from being a kicker to one of our linebackers. I mean, that, uh, he, he does, he does both pretty dang well. So, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's progressing as, as he continues to grow. And so let's talk about your punting game, which also isn't horrible. <laughs> So uh, let's let's listen to a punt, which is uh, you have the clip, Brian. He's all prepared. So this is how the punting game goes. And here comes the punt. Nice punt. Nice job. And it's going to drop down. And it's going to take a nice favorable roll to the five, to the four, to the three, oh, all the way down to the one, to the one yard line. That is a beautiful That's punt exactly. by Braxton Breedlove. Right? That's exactly what you want your punter to do, to just put the opponent all the way back against the shadow of their own end zone. So the problem there is I got so excited about talking about Breedlove that I gave him credit for something he didn't do. <laughs> well, because that punt yeah. was Acosta, and I thought about it later after after we had done it. I was like, wait a minute, that was Acosta. So um, now, in our defense, uh, a six and a five look very close. We, we talked and about that. I'll tell you uh, what. No judges, especially no judges. No, no, no. I mean, especially when, like against Smithville. We, well, we that's could, the thing. Yeah. So at night, when the numbers and the you know, we're always like, and we're old. <laughs> well, that factors into so it. So, you know, we can't hear, we can't see. Uh, One time, Mike was we... facing the door while oh, he was looking out the back door. Man. Now we are making excuses, <laughs> but uh, but no, that that uh, that punt and his punts have been really yeah. pretty. He's done a great job of um, 
of uh, getting him. So let me ask you this: on the kickoffs, there's been a couple of kickoffs out of bounds. Is he yeah. trying to angle that away, or yeah, we from- we try to we put that in different positions on the field and and look to do. And he's done done a really nice job with that. There's been a few miscues, and um, you know, and he's this, this. In fact, this week in practice, we've um, been working obviously on our field goals and, and our kickoff stuff, and he's done uh, done a great job. So, uh, but yeah, those are kind of placement kicks certain areas on the field so let's go back to the um the punt because after the punt to the one yard line the defense didn't allow them to pick up a yard i mean they were right on the goal line the whole time uh the eagles had a penalty which resulted in a penalty of what three one inches inch. yeah <laughs> yeah moved back just a little right. bit. right but then that led to this and here comes the punt. And here comes the punt. There's a high kick. It's blocked. It is blocked. It goes out of the back of the end zone, and that's going to be a safety for your Bulldog. Outstanding. Once again, that line and the penetration they're getting is great. Yes. I mean, this is uh, it, it's the tale of two teams. I mean, from what we saw last week versus what we're seeing right now, uh, the Kearney Bulldogs are out here to play some football, I mean to tell you. That was in the first half, too, right? That was still in the first half. That was... Uh, I believe it on, was. i to look at my sheet. Uh, pretty sure it was, but in any, any case, yeah. Any I mean, time you do that, and when you're able to, your special team step up big yes. and, and make big plays like that, you know. Yeah, that was the um, second quarter. That's what that's what you want, and that, that definitely it's helps demoralizing. keep things rolling. And, yeah. You know, when you get a, a punt blocked or you block a punt, oh. your chances of... Um, either winning the game or losing the game right. go up drastically. It depends on what end you're on. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was that was great for that unit, uh, our, our pressure unit, to get in there. And, special and teams, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we talk about it week after week about how important special teams are, and I think a lot of the kids that are just getting started uh, will will begin, likely, on special teams. A lot teams. of times, I, right. yeah. I mean, I get it. You're putting your good athletes out there as well. But I think there are kids that have a, a certain knack or a talent for for playing, uh, kickoff, you know, receiving or, or or kickoff team or punt return or whatever. And, and man, when, when you've got you, it, for number one, it's so exciting to see that ball just go rolling down to the one inch line. Yeah, you was, could hear that we were so excited. That was good coverage too yes. by our by, by our uh, by our cover team to get down there yes. and, and get it um, on the one inch line and yes. and uh, to hold that there. And, it was and, close, and then the dominating uh, defense that yeah, that the just, defense really yes. stepped up on that. Yes. And that, and that partic- I mean, obviously you have them pinned. You don't want to give up a big play in that right. scenario when you know you've got some momentum on your side, um, and our guys kind of obviously felt that momentum, and um, you want to keep them down down as far as we can. And and we were fortunate uh, they they did did their job, and uh, that was that was definitely good to see. Yeah, no doubt about it. So let's talk. Uh, a little bit. So the defense. Speaking of the defense, let's carry that into the second half because they didn't let up, allow any points in the second half. Um, there was a transition. I thought I'll get your opinion on it. There was a transition. I felt like, and I can talk about Ruskin because remember I went there. Huh. Gives me a little leeway. But there was there was a point where um, I felt like the defense did a great job our defense not the eagles defense <laughs> clearly but um I, I felt like about halfway through the maybe the third quarter as we got close to the fourth quarter like ruskin was just giving up did you feel that or 
I mean, from a coach, right. I know you guys are, are... We really don't. I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I'm i worried. Our coaches are worried about, you know, how are we playing? Are our guys letting up? Are we, you know, are we still dialed in at what we've got to do? And that's, you know, regardless of who you're playing, I mean, I think... And that's that's kind of the, the takeaway is you don't let up. You don't change your mindset, whatever the scoreboard says. You know, if you're down by two touchdowns or you're up by two touchdowns or you're whatever side you're on on that, you, you don't ever give up and you continue to, to push and continue to, to try and get yourself better and to execute what you've been coached to do all week. And then it's payday on Friday. It's time to go execute. So, um, well, I don't remember no, your question. I, I, was, because... but I, I think for us, we don't notice that because we expect our guys to try to continue right. uh, at the level we expect them and how they expect to play. And that was one of the things. So we did talk about it during the game is that um, – I was kind of disappointed as a former Eagle that they did look like they just gave up. And <clears throat> there are – it doesn't matter what the score is, especially at this level, you play every play as though it's tied or the game depends on it or whatever else because there's so many people out there, kids, that they would give anything to be playing on Friday night. They'd lay at home and dream about it. And because you're out there – um, if you don't want to be there, then we'll get somebody out there who does. That's right. Well, but and, I, what are the, and I was just going to finish that thought because ahead. I'm going to pull a great minute. <clears throat> I feel better. Um, one of the things that, you know, to be honest, the Bull, we've been in some games where it didn't go well over the years. And one of the things that consistently you guys and your coaching staff, I think, have done a great job with is your guys play till the last play of the last second. And it just it's it's kind of disappointing to see a team kind of just give up. And we talked about the punt or the I think it was the block punt where the punter just stood there and looked at the ball. I I couldn't believe I was like, come on, man. So uh, credit to you guys and hats off to you guys. I was a little disappointed in my Eagles um, for that. But um, I, I, I love the way you guys just fight till the last second, regardless what the score is either way. And that's and that's, you know, I think. Uh, our kids buy into what hard work is and you know we're starting to understand the transition of the hard work on the practice field to the game field um but regardless uh we talk about ngu all the time and 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 in, they, ngu you said yes, yeah, yeah right Love so that. so they you know they they understand that um it, it doesn't matter when or what whatever you're you you have an opportunity um to go out and and to continue to compete and to compete and to compete at the best of your ability and regardless of of where we're at in the game and and what the score is because you know you're never you never know until the until the final second ticks off. No, I think and that's right. Either way, yeah. You know, just, what, you know what else you don't know? You don't know who's watching. That's exactly. And right. if you whether you want to be a play professional or you want to go on to be an engineer, yeah. You That's never the, know who's why, especially in today's it, age it, with television right. and all that sort of thing. Right, and and I think, uh, and we're going to take a break here in just a second. But I, but I, one of the things I noticed was that uh, you have at, at times like this when the game seemed to be pretty much out of hand in the fourth quarter, we're seeing a lot of younger kids get get a chance to play. Yeah, and and I mean that's what I thought we were seeing on the that's, other side of the ball, and the and those, and I don't know if they were or not. But, man, you just want to give it everything you've got and just use this because you can't get those practice reps, those game reps at practice. You know what I'm saying? Let's come back and talk about it. 
You're listening to The Coach Gray Show. We'll be right back to honor these wonderful sponsors. Stay with us. to these local businesses who support KPGZ. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. What else would you expect? After all, you're home. When I looked into an assisted living facility, I was immediately attracted to Oak Point's amenities. I get three delicious meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas and a trained staff on site. To set up a tour or learn more information, please contact Tara at 816-628-0075 or visit the website at provisionliving.com. I'm Sean Barber, owner of Stables Local Kitchen and Patio in Kearney. Stables is a Kearney thing. We love to be the place where people get together. Stables features a full menu with a scratch kitchen, offering lunch and dinner options, as well as a weekend breakfast starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sundays. Stables has been a proud member of the Kearney community for almost 20 years. You can check us out online at stables816.com, and Stables is part of the True 816 family. Eat, drink, local. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. More reliable power means more of what you love. You expect your lights and appliances to turn on at the flip of a switch, and so does Platt Clay Electric Cooperative. That's why Platt Clay is working hard to make power more reliable in the Northland. We exist for one purpose, to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. To learn more about their plan to reduce outages across the Northland, visit www.pcec.coop forward slash reliability. Platt Clay Electric Cooperative. Coach Gray Show is on the air. Laughlin finds an open seam up the middle. 10, 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Karen Laughlin on a 42-yard run. Jim Dickerson and Mike Davis take you inside Carney Bulldog football. The ways and the hows of strategy, the honest assessment of skills, the lessons learned. Corbin Bevan caught the ball in the air in full stride and ran it straight into the end zone untouched. Go inside your favorite team every week on the Coach Gray Show, Thursdays at noon on 102.7 Carney's hometown radio station. I forgot about that, and I'm glad you brought it up. So if you'll remember, uh, (laughs) last week we had a big brouhaha because Geppetto over here 
uh, is not a cat, and um, we got a name. It's not Pinocchio's dad. It's not Pinocchio's dad. Uh, He didn't carve a nose or whatever the thing was. So um, the contest is not over because we've only got a few names in, and I have them. There they are. I have them written down, a few of the names. Some of them I couldn't talk about, but so – um, a few of the names that came in, Jim, obviously, um, which is probably the leader. Josh was oh, another one. Josh yeah. the bulldog. <laughs> Barney, no, not gonna, not gonna happen. Not gonna do it. So if you want to name the bulldog, we're still doing that. You win free lunch with no. I'm sorry, you win lunch with Brian. But, Brian but pay no. You pay. You pay. Yeah, which is pretty standard for Mike and oh. I. We get yeah. <laughs> And uh, Brian doesn't eat the cheap stuff. He eats at the fancy places. So you're looking at pretzel bites. Pretzel bites over <laughs> right. at Stables. Yep. Um, yeah. Just, just get, him, get him a couple of orders of pretzel bites and you'll be good. <laughs> so, yeah. And the, and the ranch dip. Do you remember before we went to break, Jim, I said we're going to talk about that. And I don't remember what we're going to talk about. But here's something else I do want to talk about. Uh, and this is, this is fairly important because this is about one of the good players. We... Off the air, we were talking about how some of the younger guys uh, late in the fourth quarter got an opportunity to play. And Jake Gregory, number 20, uh, got some really nice time to to carry the football as the, you're, you're running back out there. He ran a very nice, and we don't have any sound on it, but he had a very nice run just before, and he did score a touchdown, but just before that, uh, and I think he ran it down to the one or two yard line or something really close. And we were just, oh, that's just always oh, so, so close. close. And all we were thinking, Jim and I both were saying, man, oh, man, coach, you got to give him the ball. <laughs> so and as it turns out, he got the rock. You did. He got the rock. And you were thinking about and that, co- right? You know, and Coach D does a great job of calling the offense and uh, Coach Stephen Bakken. But, you know, a kid that, that, that drives the ball down the field, like, now does it always happen that way in every instance? No, but. You know, in a situation like that, right. you know, get him the rock and, and let him finish the finish the job with the uh, O line paving the way for him. And you know, that was good to see. He's a he's a hardworking kid, and yeah. you know, um, he's got some ability. And you know, the so. thing I think is going to be fun with him is because of his size, he's going to be tough to to yeah. kind of focus. On. Well, he's, he, let's be honest, he's tough to see over the line. Yeah, he's right. um, yeah but. <laughs> I mean, those smaller guys are always tough to to kind of. There's not a whole lot to grab onto. Their their right. agility, uh, the ability to go back and forth, as a four, you know, north to south, get them going side to side and all that. So yeah, he's uh, you know, and we've got a lot of good good. Uh, it was great to see some of those uh, younger guys get in the ball game and and be able to compete on a Friday night under the lights and. Um, and and go out and show what they're capable of doing on a Friday night. So that was that was fun. That was good to see. On, on defense, Coach, uh, as we're talking about uh, some of the different names and numbers that we saw the other night, uh, Kale Conway, yeah, number, number ninety-two was one that we saw that uh, was he was in there playing hard, and yeah. and we noticed him, and and we were thinking, wow, who's ninety-two? And is it somebody we've just been missing? He's a he's that was one of his first games getting in. Oh, good, good. Um, he's a, one of our sophomores. He's playing defensive end for us, and yeah, um, did a really nice job. And he did big physical kid gets off the ball well, and um, so that was good to see. And 
Um, he's another one that's you know in the in the in the works of of getting him getting him ready to go and um, has taken some strides these last couple of weeks and to put himself in a position to um, you know get on the field a little bit. Right, uh, Tucker Studi as uh, you know we always see him playing yeah. well, doing a nice job, and uh, and Darren Langford, number thirty four, he's another one. Uh, that played some defense quite a bit and, and did a nice job. He's really week. stepped yeah. up and, you know, big physical kid. Yeah. Um, not afraid to come in and, you know, I think uh, um, one of his things is he's a he's an aggressive, uh, good tackler and, um, you know, his ability to, to see it and, right. and go get it has yeah. done a really nice job. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, for we, we knew there were, there were some guys missing. There were some guys out last week. But I mean, for the life of me, it was—I didn't notice it. I, I mean, other than as as I say, there were new numbers and a couple of new guys here that we haven't seen before who just stepped right up. Yeah, and it, that's next man and, up. And when you get—that's right. And when you get an opportunity, and that's you know, you you want to seize that opportunity, and and that's why you practice. I mean, at whatever you know, wherever you're at, as far as depth chart or what grade you're in, you want to. Uh, when you get an opportunity, whenever it may be, you want to make sure that you're you're ready to go, and that's why we try and preach practice, you know, a game like game like rep in practice, so that when it is a game, you're you, you've been there and done it. So now we have to look forward to Green Valley. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about Green Valley because they're four and zero coming yeah. in, and yeah. they've they in fact their defense they they won uh, last week thirty five to nothing over Crispin. They didn't. Their defense is pretty strong. Pretty stout. Yeah. And their offense, we were talking before the show, a lot of those guys are returning. Yeah. They've got um they've got a lot of returners that quite a few on the O line, D line. Um their quarterback is is a returning guy and um he's a big threat, uh, not only throwing the ball but but running the ball. Um they've got a, a very solid football team and, you know, um as do we and I and I think, you know, the one thing that, that we've got to continue and you know, I guess it's more of our philosophy is we just got to worry about us and and where we're at and are we getting better as we as we go each day and each week. And I, I know we we say that a lot, but you know, I think for us it's that's where we're at and how have we grown um, going into this game. And you know, uh, it's going to be a, a they're a big physical team and and we've got to be ready for that. And um, you know, we've got to be able to take a punch and punch back because um, it's. You know the O line and D line is is where that piece is going to kind of be won, and um, you know I, I think that our guys are are up for the task, and um, we uh, we definitely got to be on all cylinders as we go into tomorrow and um, and, and and take them on. Well, you know, and I, I would mention too, Jim, that uh, these guys, Grain Valley, have uh, have been moved up to Missouri Class Five, Missouri State High School Athletics uh, Activities Association, has changed those class rankings now right yeah, that yeah. was effective that this past week this, this right. week yeah and so we have seen a number of teams in fact uh platte county is one Platte county went up yeah. right and uh and and so what that says is in fact uh, the bulldogs have been and will continue to to play up in their conference right and and obviously your your conference standings will impact your seeding at district which which is going to get you to state so all all of that to say, you still have to win your games. But I think being able to play up against these teams, like the, a four and zero Grain Valley, who is now legitimately a Missouri Class Five uh, district school, um, it it presents a great challenge for the Carney Bulldogs. How how do you approach that, knowing knowing that they're a little bigger? 
uh, I mean, in terms of class size? You know, that really has never, uh, I don't want to say bothered us. Mm-hmm. That's never been a focal point of, you know, what class are they, what where they're at. I mean, I think for our guys, they they know that they're on the schedule. That's the next Friday, and that's who we're preparing for. It's not, um, you know, where we're, you know, man, they're at class five or they're, you know, this undefeated. You know, it's, it's, and it, it's more of a, all right, that's our next task. That's the next box that, that we got to check and make sure um, as we get ready to prepare for them. And, and, and when we start out on Monday and, you know, we watched the game from the Friday before clean and we came back ready to go to work and try to uh, improve. You know, we took steps from last week to, you know, the week before. And now what kind of, how are we going to improve this week and what steps can we do um, as we go forward this week uh, in preparation for taking on a, uh, a pretty decent team in, in Green Valley. And um, so that, that's kind of been our mindset this week. And they've, you know, I, I would say, you know, you always got to, when you're, when you're dealing with adolescence, you've got to, you've got to hone them in a little bit every now and again, where you, you know, you got to dial them up and, or dial them in and, and make sure we're, we're focused on what needs to, you know, what needs to happen and, and go on. And, you know, and, and that's what makes it fun. And, you know, we've, we've competed at practice, um, uh, really well this week against each other and, and put them in some, uh, you know, different situations and, and had some fun and competing against each other. And uh, so, so it's, it's, it's been a good week. So when you say dealing with adolescents, it's kind of like Brian dealing with Mike. <laughs> I was, no, see, you, he was ready for that. He was, I mean, he, he knew was you were waiting say for that. <laughs> he so, knew you were uh, say something. I don't Oh, I know where I was going to go. Um, There's a surprise. And you <laughs> see, here's here's how this thing falls apart. Um, we made it what 55 minutes. I'm impressed <laughs> without a derailment. Uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this. So, Grain Valley's Jackson County. Jackson County has a whole bunch of restrictions. Do, can are, can fans even go in? No, they've uh, no visiting fans. We aren't allowed to take bring any fans um, to the game. So that's. Um, their law, uh, laws, their rule, regulations, restrictions or whatever. regulations, whatever it is, is I think it's a hundred and, and I think that's their, maybe their homecoming. Um, and a lot of that is game personnel. So, um, it's really minimal on that. Um, you know, so that, that, that's all I got to say. That's all I got that. to say. I like that. that. You got yeah. that from Jim. I love that. That means you're paying attention to the show, Coach. That's well, important. F- full full l- disclosure, l- I, I I got it from Forrest. Okay, well, I knew that. Forrest Gump. Uh, real quickly, I just wanted to <laughs> let people know that because I, I wanted to know, Grain Valley has beaten Smithville, Oak Park, Park Hill South, and Truman. And uh, Truman was a 38 to nothing. Uh, pretty good, pretty that good can't, thank That you can't mentioned. be right because Chrisman, they beat Chrisman. Well, then this is the, okay. I'll tell you where I'm getting this: Grain Valley Eagles, and I'm getting this from Max Preps. I don't mind saying that it. it's just not up to date, uh, and I'm sorry I to think, say that. It's just not. They played Truman. Okay. Well, but they they played Chrisman last week, didn't they? Truman says yeah, Truman. Truman last week. Yeah. Then maybe you're wrong, Jim. <laughs> is it possible? Maybe I'm not up to date. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. Yeah. No. Well. Okay. So there it is. So this is correct. Just so the folks know. Smithville, Oak Park, Park Hill, South Truman. And then tonight, or I'm sorry, uh, tomorrow night, they will get the Carney Bulldogs. So did did they, what was the score of Truman? They're 38 to nothing. Okay, maybe, uh, okay, I got to stop sniffing glue in my <laughs> off time, apparently. <laughs> I don't. Oh, just, man. Pick the bad day to stop. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Plain reference there. Okay, we have something. Hey, Brian, uh, can, I, can I go? 
We have, <laughs> you, go home. we have something very important that we need to get out here. And in fact, Brian just showed me a note and he said, uh, let's talk about the play of the game, not the player of the game. We've already talked about him and he was, he was out there doing everything he does every single week. But the, let's talk about the play of the game. And that was, I remember, if I remember correctly, it was in the first half, right? Yeah, and Brian says he thinks so. I think it was too. Let's just play it. Bulldogs have a good chance to go in with a score just before the half. Here comes the snap. Miner in the shotgun. Drops back to pass. Looks into the end zone. He's got Franks. Franks catches it in the back. And a touchdown. The timing on that was incredible. Even Carson Franks slowed down his footsteps because he was at the back of the end zone. He wasn't going to step out of bounds. But you know, in high school, you only have to have one foot in bounds. But the timing between those two, as we've seen throughout the year so far, was impeccable. Beautiful catch, beautiful throw. And lots of protection up front, giving the quarterback minor plenty of time to put that ball. A nice fade pass, by the way, right on the money. Uh, no doubt about that, Coach. That's our Carney Chamber of Commerce play of the game. And, I mean, yes, that was a spot on. Those, those plays don't happen yeah. by accident. No. That's timing that you work on. Those guys spend some time together, and yeah. you know, um, Dawson throws a nice ball and 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 is very poised in in his release and, and a lot of things that he does. And he's you know he's a he's a he's a pretty dang good athlete. He plays right. corner for us and and comes in and you know runs the ball, the, runs the ball, throws mm-hmm. the ball between him and him and Ian uh, doing a great job. Uh, both of those guys and but but Frakes, you know, he just makes it look effortless. Um, yes. And and getting his you know the the little the little toe tap in there to to get his feet in right. in such crucial crucial times That's, whether it's a, a first down catch on the sideline or a, a touchdown pass I, I'm um, convinced and I, he does that, a nice job yes a lot of kids receivers at the high school level would not have had the awareness of where he was at the back of the end of the end zone that he was a step or two from being out of bounds and then it's not a touchdown i'm sorry yeah. it, it, no matter how beautiful the pass is but he had the presence of mind to get to stutter step to the extent that i think he got both feet in right oh yeah and, yeah and it was just a thing of beauty so yeah, yeah. They, they do a good job and that's it's fun to watch and yeah. when they're able to connect on that and, yeah um carney chamber of commerce play of the game and couldn't have been well better deserved, yeah. oh no absolutely no doubt about it so uh jim go ahead you had nope oh i thought you had your touchdown you're doing this touchdown. No, I was no. doing little silly things oh. off the camera, which I was hoping wouldn't come on me. Well, that's but it did. that's all right. No quite uh, <laughs> best of luck uh, tomorrow night at Grand Valley. Uh, yeah. Nice job. I uh, hope you keep it rolling. Uh, where you, wherever you started last week, don't stop. That's I right. just I thought that was amazing. Great, great to watch. You've been listening to or watching the Coach Gray Show, and you've been seeing the one and only Coach Josh Gray. <laughs> Come back next week. We'll do it again. Hopefully after a victory. I love seeing this guy in here. My favorite day of the week. (laughs) See you next week. Thanks for joining us.